and testing the mic. Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. T, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, mm. surprisingly. Okay. I don't know why that's so surprising. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's fine, guys. I promise. It's all good. <laughs> um, I feel like it would be a disservice mm-hmm. to this episode of our podcast. Okay. If we didn't just dive in. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Shocking no one. No. no. Um, this is episode 914 titled first date ah it should be noted that this aired um the week right before valentine's day okay whatever that means um other than just i guess because it's 914 and 14s tend to be like valentine's yeah. in the past um so the amazon prime spoilie is the camden's interfere with ruthie's first date mm. okay and the DVD description is really funny, actually. It's only pizza and a movie, but it's Ruthie's first date with a boy. <laughs> and while the family is thrilled for her, they're also convinced that she's about to be stood up. <sighs> I have so many problems with this episode. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, hot takes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing (laughs) what a departure for the show um (laughs) but i but before i get into my well-documented thoughts and opinions um i want to i i really want to pitch it to you because i'm sure you have yours Mm -hmm. and um i'm interested so expound please um (laughs) i'm just glad i'm not part of the camden family I'm glad I'm, uh, I don't have a family like the Camden family, where I have this many people in my life and trying to dictate who's going to give me a ride on my first date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Just happy. Thankful for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I wanted to talk about that, actually. You, you touched on the sort of the very thing that um, stood out to me, mm-hmm. particularly, which is that um, I don't know what this is like either. Yeah. Like you now you have an older brother. Yeah. But he's like what we've we talked about this four years older than you. Yeah. So not like super significantly older than you. No. And I'm the oldest in my family. So Mm -hmm. I don't have any sort of relationship that I can look to or whatever where I'm like, oh, yeah, somebody who's like older than me and like looking out for me or whatever, you know. And I found it very uncomfortable. Yeah putting myself in Ruthie's shoes of like how micromanaged she is in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Not only by her siblings, but also her brother-in-law. Yeah. Oh God. Don't even get me started. Yeah. On that bullshit. Yeah. And fuck you, Mac. (laughs) Also. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I can write a fucking thesis on the conversation that Martin and Mac have with Thing. each other. Yeah, same. I I almost feel like we should just save that for the end okay. or, so, or something. I don't know. I don't even know how to begin this episode because it's so... Okay, well, okay. We can say this. It sort of picks up right where the last one left off, right? Where um, Ruthie and Martin get grounded. Mm-hmm. So... You know, um, Eric says to her, like, we'll 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 put the hold on you dating for now until, yeah. you know, until further notice or whatever. So it's been a couple of weeks. So I guess further notice is here. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, you know, I've been taking care of the twins. I've been cleaning around the house. I've been doing all my chores and my homework and my grades are all straight A's and stuff. So, yep. like, has it been enough time? And they're like, okay, fine, you can go. And mm-hmm. Annie's like, of course, like being all sappy and she's about to cry. And yeah, shit. yeah. And then Eric's just like, oh, can we just like not let her grow up? And yeah. Like that whole thing of just like, oh, where did time go? And and Annie's the one who has to be like, dude, get over it. She's older than any of your other daughters when they started dating. Thank you. She's she's sufficiently mature. She's she's ready for this. Like, yeah. it's it's her first date. Like, let it happen. Mm-hmm. It was going to happen any to any to any way. Yeah. Whatever. Sometime, I should say. So it's like. 
it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we should also mention that the two minute scene after the credits for this episode is just like Eric and Annie being like lame at the yeah. kitchen table. Like Basically. he's doing bills and she's reading a magazine or whatever. <laughs> yeah. One of the lamer two minute scenes for sure. Um, I, I keep calling them the two minute scenes. It's more like a minute to a minute and a half. Yeah. And really it's the, it's the minute to a minute and a half silent scene, which yeah. is what makes it special. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so, so then she goes to school, right? And she's like, she runs up to Vincent and she's like, okay, so like I can date. And he's like, cool. And she's like, okay, well, you haven't asked me. Yeah. Which also bugged me though. I don't know how you felt about it, but I was just like, really, Ruthie, you're going to play this game now? Like, like he has to formally ask you to go on a date. Like you guys have already kissed and talked about it. Like, where is this coming from? Well, I mean, I can, I can see that. I, I like, I hear what you're saying. Like, you're already past that, but why not? It's just still cute. Let him ask her. It's cute, but if he's not going to do it of his own volition for her oh, to yeah. be like, you haven't formally asked me. Like, mm-hmm. ew. What is this? The fifties? You know? I don't know. It's just, it's a bit weird. And funnily enough, too, like Annie and Lucy, or rather Annie, I guess, touches on it near the end yeah. where they're talking about how like it's so different now the dating scene you know like all these group dates and stuff yeah and Annie says like maybe the old-fashioned way is sort of the best way on the other hand my daughter's out with a boy right now yeah <laughs> you know? like which you know I get um but I don't know so like that just kind of bugged me a little bit like mm-hmm. not not enough to like make me throw my pen down or anything but <laughs> but I was like oh like why is she being so weird about this like I could see Lucy being that way you know what I mean yeah but like it just felt a little like incongruous coming out of ruthie's mouth a little bit i don't know okay that's just me i'll own it but then (laughs) she did the happy dance she did and he spied her from uh, from behind her like from around the corner or whatever which was also cute and like he smiled like they're obviously like really cute and while he didn't seem to be like particularly into her at first necessarily i guess that was more just because he felt threatened and like backed into a corner about the whole church thing and he seems to be really into it and she's obviously really into it yeah um so then though all hell breaks loose because now now ruthie's going on this date and so of course the entire fucking camden household has to get involved Mm -hmm. from like eric to matt who's who's back again by the way yeah for a guy who made such a big stink about how he's in medical school and can't just be coming home whenever he wants he sure is home a lot yeah (laughs) like and and i love how they keep finding creative ways to explain why like in this one it's because the tens yeah, yeah, he's he's learning some new technique that his professor suggested he go learn in Glen, Glen Oak. Oak. <laughs> yeah. You know, that pinnacle of medical education yeah, yeah. that is Glen Oak. <laughs> Was Hank also conducting that study for him or doing those exams? I don't know. I know. Why not just make it about Hank? If, if nothing else, why not go like, oh, yeah, I got like a weekly or a week long internship with Hank or something like make it more believable. Yeah. Than like Glen Oak is some like hotbed of medical learning. Where the fuck is Glen Oak? It's in a snow globe tea. I've <laughs> talked about this. I will never <laughs> let it go. I refuse. Yeah. Especially when they tell me, you know, getting on the five, landing in LAX and blah, blah, blah. Um, where is this place? They make it so specific. Yeah. And then, and then they leave it all vague. Like, yeah. What are you doing? They li- it's so stupid. I don't know where they live. <laughs> I don't understand. It's just not worth our time anymore. So, yeah. So I don't even. Oh, my God. There's so much. Like, <laughs> Every single man in this episode and in Ruthie's life yeah. seems to have an opinion and want to be involved in her first date, including mm-hmm. the twins, which like, get the fuck out of here, five-year-old babies. Like, what the fuck is your deal? Where'd you get these delusions, man? Yeah. Oh, maybe we should go on her date. Let's wear suits and everything. And- I mean, it was cute. Yeah. Because they're like, she always includes us. Why isn't she including us in this? Because they don't get it or whatever. Yeah. But the fact that they're like... We're going, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's happening. Picking out their own clothes. Mm-hmm. Their wrinkled ties. Yep. <laughs> and also, uh, you know, eavesdropping on Ruthie's conversation with Vincent. 
which then they they blame on her oh my yeah. god it was so clutch where she's she looks at them and they're like don't look at us we learned spying from you yeah which was so good <laughs> that was great that yeah. was a great little moment um but yeah i mean like eric's doing his whole dad thing which is like i don't want her to go but like i'm trying to like you know loosen the reins or whatever yeah and then matt i think to matt's credit he he has the most like what's the word i'm looking for like latitude here Mm -hmm. where he is so much older than ruthie yeah and her big brother and Mm -hmm. and obviously we've seen and we know that she and matt have like a really special awesome relationship yeah like they have trust in each other Mm -hmm. and they get along and he he particularly like unlike his other sisters or whatever is very sort of like understanding and like gets ruthie Mm -hmm. on a level you know like they have this like copacetic thing with each other you know so for him to be sort of adamant and like want to be the one to drive her and like be like more involved, you know, than anyone else or whatever. Yeah. Like I kind of get it. And I think it's and I think initially it's coming from a cute place of like, you know, like I want like it's settled. It's going to be me, guys. Like yeah. chill, you know, like we get this. You and know? when he basically like raises his arms like, yes, yes. victory is mine. I know. I love that. I loved how like how much he was pushing for it. And then when they were like, OK, you can take her. He's like, yeah, I won. You know, like <laughs> it was sweet. I, I, I thought that was cute. I didn't appreciate Martin's insistence that he be the one to drive them because yep. he quote unquote set them, them up. up. It's yeah. like if anyone set Ruthie up, it was Ruthie. Okay. She yeah. fucking orchestrated the shit out of all of this. Yeah. Let's not forget that for one second. Dude, she's a mastermind. She really is. CIA has nothing on her. And that's what bugs me. It's like, people, you have raised this girl. You've seen her in action for the last 15 years. What part of you thinks that she's gonna be like like that that she's gonna go get pregnant like you yeah. know what i mean because that's like kevin's whole thing <laughs> like the whole time he's like oh i don't know boys it's like okay and then oh my god i'm like here i go standing on my soapbox pull it out let's go um this is the this is the problem this is the problem that we have today we don't talk to boys like this when they're going on their first date. We don't say to them, it's not you I trust, it's her. We don't say that to boys ever. Yeah. We say that to girls. Mm-hmm. And whether or not, you know, it's bad or good to say that, like, it's it instills a complex in girls, I think. Mm, yeah. And, and then on the reverse of that, instills that the the contrasting complex in boys which is that they need to throw their dicks around because that's what they're supposed to do or whatever and girls are supposed to be wary all the time and then and then they and then those girls and boys grow up to be 20 year old or 30 year old women and men who have like major fucking like weird ass ideas okay about relationships and dating and life not not to mention what it is that we're breeding in our society which is like this like total double standard in behavioral you know whatever yeah shit but like when kevin said that i literally that's what made me drop my pen Mm -hmm. when he's like it's not you i don't trust it's him i'm like really kevin really you why why am i surprised why am i fucking surprised kevin's a dick god okay i'm off my soapbox now for now (laughs) for now i don't know i feel like i'm doing a lot of talking (laughs) well no i hear you i don't yeah because again like you said what kind of thoughts or ideas are we putting into these kids minds like you're telling ruthie who's about to go on her date her first date and she's super excited and Wait, how old is Vincent? Is he 16? I think they're the same age. Because she no says way. he's in my class. Yes, yes, she does. He's a boy in my class. Remember, in a, like, last episode or whatever. But isn't Ruthie 14? Well, they keep saying she's 15. I don't know. Oh, whatever. okay. So this, this, okay, this kid drives then for... Oh, that's a good point. Right? I guess, well, I guess you can get a permit at 15. No, the boy has his license. Oh, you're right. He has his license. Damn it. I think he might be 16 and Ruthie well, is 14, probably. 15. I, well, I, I really genuinely believe Ruthie's 15 because I feel yeah. like they kept saying that. 
But then you're right. He must be at least 16 if right. he's driving. Mm-hmm. But I but I also distinctly remember her saying that he's a boy in her class. So maybe he has like a late birthday or something. I mean, that happens sometimes, yeah. you yeah. know. Okay. Anyways. But yeah, this girl is excited for her first date and everyone is telling her, I trust you. I don't trust the boys. That's already just like putting some fear in her brain right there. Just telling her, be weary of what you're going to do. Everything. Why? I know. Why? Like, why and why then, can't it be just a little innocent? Or that, but also too, like, and then the pressure that Annie and Lucy are putting on her. Like, don't you want to look nice? This is a big moment for you. Mm-hmm. And Ruthie's like, by putting all this effort and energy into how I look and blah, 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 blah. It's making it a bigger deal than it is. Yeah. Like I get it's my quote unquote first date or whatever, but like really he's just a guy I like and we're going to go get pizza and a movie. Yeah. And she remember when, when he called her and she's like, I insist that we go Dutch. Yeah. She's, she's, she's like, and he, and Vincent's like, okay, but like it's our date. Like I've been saving for this, whatever. And she's yeah. like, I get it. Me too. Yeah. Like, it's cool. We'll split this. Like, I'm cool. Like, yeah. Like, Ruthie is just like, she obviously she's excited, you know, but she's also like not a ditzy moron. You know what I mean? She's just she's like the most downest chick there is. Yeah. And people are are trying to like make her into or make this whole thing into something it's not, you know, and then thereby instilling a complex in her. I think I mean, she does such a good job of like staying above it, you know, Mm hmm. And then that moment when she comes down the stairs and she's like dressed in the outfit that they wanted her to wear. She, well, actually, she let kind Matt- of, right? Because like they, they picked another. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because they picked another outfit. It was like a khaki skirt with a white top and a, and that pink like juicy oh, looking no. that jacket. That was like the first thing. Yeah, yeah. And then no, they but, kept looking. But yeah. after everything is said and done, she comes downstairs. Everyone's like patiently waiting in the living room, yeah, right? Yeah. And she's like, listen, dudes, I wore the shit you wanted me to wear. I let Matt do that whole bullshit pick him up so he can pick me up thing. I'm I'm agreeing to all your terms, okay? I'm, yeah. letting, me, I'm letting myself be chaperone instead of just doing this just the two of us, like, why not? I've done this before. Yeah. I, I've agreed to all your terms. Can I just, for the love of God, be alone in this living room when he shows up? Yeah. Like, and sh- I mean, God bless her for that. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like that is her sort of finding this way to appease her family because yeah. she knows there's no way around that. They're going to mm-hmm. be involved no matter what. And yet still declaring some autonomy in this situation. Or yeah. not just autonomy, but like some sort of like of herself you know like yeah whatever that is i guess i don't know like i think ruthie nailed this episode if i'm yeah. being honest this is definitely her episode like she crushes it she's cute she's a cutie i like how she rolls yeah yeah and then even when all the shit hits the fan and everyone's falling apart because they think he's standing her up she remains cool yeah like I mean, part of that is because she doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. or whatever. But also, like, when he calls her and says what he says, and then later Matt's like, they're in the hospital. She's She just, she just smiles. She's, yeah. like, she's like, okay, dude, <laughs> whatever. Like, you know what I mean? She, like, lets it go because she knows. She yeah. knows what's up. I oh, love it when genius. she, I think at this point, Vincent and his parents had come into to, to their home in the, like, in the foyer. And I think. In the last episode? No, in this episode, like right before they're about oh, to go Oh, that's right, because they bring him to the... Right, that's yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think at that moment, I wasn't it that Matt calls and she's like, oh, I think you should go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I, get dad to take me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's I, great. I loved it. I, I like how she's calling him out on it, but in the best way, because when she sees him, she's like, you're like the best big brother. I know. Like She's not pissed. Like he was just trying to save her from. I know. And they all were in their, yeah. in their own right. I understand. Poor Matt though. Like he was stuck. Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Matt. No one's, no one's calling him. No one's giving him a heads I up. I love that Matt like stands his ground. He's not going to leave that house until Vincent shows back up with his parents. Yeah. So he can give him a piece of his mind. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and with that neighbor coming oh, in, that like, neighbor is such a fucking nosy Nick. Yeah, like, what the fuck is your deal? And then I, whenever he said the pharmacist, I'm like, oh yeah, when That's they right. went to go buy condoms. That's right, I had totally forgotten that too, and I was like, well, that explains it. And when Peter also got Ruthie her first yes. pads or yes. tampons, I can't also, remember. Also, first mention of Peter since the season started. Like they brought him up again because because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruthie tries to be like, okay, it's not like I haven't had pizza in a movie before, and they're like, it's, Peter's different. We ever you were never alone with him, and it's like. 
let's not kid ourselves that Peter was not her first boyfriend. Seriously. They kissed. They held hands. He called her honey. Honey. (laughs) Like, that was very much her first boyfriend. It was just... In a slightly more innocent context, I'll allow. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give the show that, or rather the Camdens that much. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a more innocent context. You know, yeah. this is like a date day where he's picking her up. Yep. There's expectations and things or whatever. So cute. It is cute. And I more than anything, I just want Ruthie to be happy, man. Like, yeah. I, like I want her to just revel in all of that that fun glory. And instead, her family is giving her a fucking hard time about everything. And it's like, God damn it. They just love her. I'm kidding. Okay, yeah, but they love uh, her. But then there's there's a line, man. There's a line between loving, but then letting her have her experience. Yeah. You know, versus fucking micromanaging it yeah, to its nth degree. You I know? know? I, I doesn't like Ruthie also pop into oh yeah she does she pops her head into Lucy and Kevin's room I'm going on a date tonight she oh uh, yeah and, and, like, okay she, let's play that scene because even Lucy in this moment has my ha, gets my credit to yeah her. I should have a talk with her a what kind of talk you know what kind of talk no the talk uh, <laughs> about sex yes about sex and. Why would you be the one to have that talk with my sister? I got a girl pregnant in high school. Except she wasn't pregnant. That's hardly the point. Well, still, that doesn't qualify you to talk to Ruthie about sex. I mean, besides, mom and dad have talked to Ruthie about sex for years. This is different. Now there's an actual opportunity to have sex. And besides, for you, I don't think your parents did too well in the talk. Simon, for example. I think the cop in you and the brother-in-law in you are overreacting. Then you should have a talk with her. No one needs to talk to Ruthie. One of us should talk to her, and whoever does should hold the baby. That will really get the point across. Ew. Yeah. Like, every word out of his mouth just digs his hole deeper. I know. Like, where does he get off? And even and even um, when he does give her that talk, and then Ruthie comes back upstairs and, like, intimates as much to Annie and Lucy. Yeah. And Annie's like... What gave him the right to do that? Yeah. Like, even Annie's incredulous. Like, yeah. Because it's insane mm-hmm. that he thinks that this is his position. Uh, but the only thing that I will credit Kevin is when he thinks she's getting stood up. He's like, no one's, no one's, uh, like, stands up like Ruthie. Nope, no That's one does true. this where, to Ruthie. Where does this guy live? Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> one does it to Ruthie. I was like, oh, okay, okay. You, you gain a sweet. point. When when they all think that, that she's getting stood up and they all sort of, like, band together to figure out what they're going to do or whatever, that moment is fun. Like, yeah. it's a cute moment of them all obviously being so misinformed, but also, like, banding together to be like, what are we going to do, you know? Yeah. But then they also lie to Ruthie, which is kind of fucked up, too. Yeah, to make it think that, like, what, she can't handle it? Right. Like, like she can. Like, okay, because either way, her heart gets broken, right? Right. Like, like if she's going to stand, if he's, if he's going to stand her up, right, and she's not going to go on this first date that's now been built up beyond belief in her, in her mind, yeah. okay? If that's going to happen, she's going to get her heart broken. Mm-hmm. If they lie and it's because, and they say that it's because they had to rush to the hospital because his, his dad was having heart problems, she's still not going on this first date that's been yeah. built up beyond belief. So her heart's broken. Like, What's the point in lying to her? Yeah. Like, if she's not going to go on this date, it's going to suck. She'll get over it, though, because yeah. she's Ruthie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if there's a very good reason for why it didn't happen, like her, like his dad being in the hospital or whatever, she'll get over it yeah. faster and for, and move on. Or if it's that he actually did stand her up, then then she'll know how to handle that because she's not going to be phased by some fly-by-night Dumbo who clearly didn't want her that bad anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? That I mean, we've seen that to be who Ruthie is. Like, mm-hmm. why are we all of a sudden pretending she's this delicate flower who can't handle anything? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Seriously. She's like, and, and she says as much to Kevin when he's like, blah, 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 you know? And she's like, okay, first of all, I'm never going to make out in public. Like, I'm not Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, And then secondly, like whatever dude it's just fucking pizza in a movie so then anyway so they finally go on this date right and they're at the movies and i love how they're sitting even like it's so cute like they're obviously like canoodled up or whatever yeah she's kind of like leaning against his shoulder a little Mm -hmm. bit you know and he like turns to her 
before we talk about this though i need to mention how insane is it the number of times these people have been to the movies and are just like talking and throwing things yeah and then some usher will come and disrupt everyone else's movie going exactly like this keeps that every time there's a movie going moment in the show it end up it inevitably ends up getting disrupted by some usher with a light yeah (laughs) kicking someone out um I don't think I've ever seen that happen in life. Yeah, I've seen it happen once because there was some people talking. I think we've talked about I don't know if we talked about it on mic, but um, I went to the movies. It was pretty empty theater, but there was like maybe 20 people or whatever. And there was like two rows in front of me. There was two people over here and then two people over there. And these two people could not shut up mm. and these two people were like Shh, like stop talking and then they were like you don't shush me and then they started getting into it about shutting the fuck up yeah to the point where then that guy leaves to go get somebody to come and get these two out of there damn <laughs> meanwhile the movie's going on anyway you're like can we pause the movie know, like seriously. you're yelling to the guy in the back just seriously. pause it like and, we I, get and I always back. sit in the back row too and the right like underneath the projector i always i'm always tempted when that kind of shit happens to like knock and go pause for a second yeah. real quick <laughs> pause pause and let this drama pass <laughs> um anyway so they're so then they're sitting there and he turns to her he's like so like i really want to kiss you but i don't know and she's like okay yeah do it quick and yeah. then we pan over to all, all of, of the, the men including yeah. the twins yeah. sitting five rows back throwing popcorn at them yeah like that's your daughter dude eric what are you doing uh, okay here, here here's the <laughs> so my reaction when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's funny. Like for a quick second, I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's interesting. I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. It, within like a breath of it. I was like, ah, that's, oh no. <laughs> it's, it genuinely like hurt me. Yeah. Well, because in real life, if that shit happened, like, <sighs> I'm not talking to my dad for a month. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fucking insane. Like they, and they dragged the twins out and the twins are like asleep and shit. It's oh like, yeah. What are we doing? Like, like, take a look at yourself Dude, in this moment right Martin, now. Are you proud of yourself? Martin, Mac, Matt, Matt, Eric, Kevin, the, and the twins. twins. Yeah. Seven men sitting behind Ruthie, throwing popcorn at her. Like, and Roseback, like Roseback. Yeah, yeah. Hitting like, other people and yeah. shit. I'm like, like, nobody in that middle created, like, said, what the fuck is going on in this movie? Nothing. No. Just dead extras all throughout this yeah. movie theater. Unfazed when the light comes flashing. Unfazed when the usher at the top of his registers tells them to leave. Like, it would have been funny completely. if someone in between, like, Ruthie and Vincent and the, and the boys in the back someone turned around and like throws their popcorn at them just like the entire bucket like stop it they would fucking deserve it yeah <laughs> they had it coming yeah they really did <laughs> usher don't ruin their first date <laughs> <laughs> i know i mean that part was like cheesy and stupid but yeah it was just like infuriating i'm like what is happening right now that, wait a minute why the fuck does the usher know it's their first date now when i think about it because it's glen oak <laughs> The usher probably knows everyone's name in that movie theater. Where is this town? Where is this portal? How do you get there? <laughs> it's Narnia. <laughs> I don't understand. Lion and the Witch and the Wardrobe was really written about Glen Oak, but they had to change the names for rights purposes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, so, but then it really, Ruthie does like one final like act of like, you know, declaring herself when they come home and she flips the porch light off. Dude. So she can say goodbye to him. So good. I was like, yes. I love it. And Matt, of course, catches her or whatever, but he doesn't stop it, you know? Yeah, when he sees it and he's like, you're really into kissing. (laughs) And she's like, whatever, man. I can't help it. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. She says, I'm a Camden. Oh, that's right. She says, I'm a Camden. And he can't say shit to that. Yeah, he's like, damn it. I know. So then, so then it gets really, this is where my heart soared for Ruthie because she goes upstairs. She says goodnight to her parents, whatever. They're like, they're like, did you have a good time? 
mind you, Eric somehow made it to bed and got all comfortable before she got home or something. Yeah. So she, so they're like, did you have a good time on your first date? And she's like, yeah, I made it through. Like being yeah. like super nonchalant, right? Mm-hmm. And then when Eric's like, Eric's like, what does that mean? And yeah. he's like, it means she doesn't want us to know how much of a good time she had. Yeah. Obviously, like be a girl, you know? Mm-hmm. So then she goes upstairs and she like puts her radio on and starts like dancing along and yep. like just like in like reveling in the joy of the moment, which yeah. is what she should have been doing all fucking along, you know, yeah. but they like deprived her of that for some reason. Mm-hmm. But she still had a great time, I guess. And then he calls. I know. He didn't wait. Oh, T, he calls. Yeah, he calls her when she gets home. Oh, my. Like I started crying. <laughs> Because she says, because she says to Matt downstairs, she's like, she's like, now it's just the dreaded waiting ritual or whatever yeah. for him to call. And then he calls. Ugh. Yeah. So cute. It is cute. It's really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All those little things are nice and then everything else is bleh. I know. So let's talk about some of the funny moments. So one, um, Kevin is giving Ruthie his little talk or whatever. Yeah. Um, then Ruthie kind of like, she, she's trying to like wrap it up or whatever. Yeah. And thanks for this sensitive, informative talk. But are you sure it's Vincent you don't trust? Or are you just afraid that I have the same genetic makeup as Lucy the makeout queen? Okay, Lucy and I made out on the first date because it was love at first sight and she was over 18 and so was I. You were referring to Lucy and me, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) So good. It's great. She really is the makeout queen. I know. When okay, that scene with her and Annie upstairs, like exchanging stories of their pasts, I loved it. Yes. It was so much fun to watch. Did you catch big lips? (laughs) Yeah. It was like horrible kisser. I was like, what? I was like, really? I thought you were having a good time. I thought she was into it. But then who is it? Okay, whose brothers did she make out with both of them? Robbie's. Robbie's, that's right. And, yeah, and at some point she couldn't remember, right? right? And she goes, she goes, she goes. Oh, he was a good kisser. And Ruthie's like, which one? She's like, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good. And then Annie gets like all lost in her reverie of like her youth when there's three guys fighting over her, <laughs> dude. I know. Yeah, Annie. R- Annie could get it, y'all. Like, yeah. she was for all accounts or by all accounts like a hottie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She goes she goes, Well of course, you know, they, they're not friends anymore. <laughs> she She's like, I played a part in that. <laughs> What were their names like Sal and no, like Sam oh. and Hal and I don't know. So, yeah, some weirdo, like some weird trio of names yeah, or I was whatever. Like, mm, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a really fun little moment between the two of or I guess all three of them, but really it was Annie and Lucy sort of like exchanging moments, yeah. you know, of like memories. And then the, and then Kevin walks in and he's like, hey, make out queen. And she looks at Ruthie like, girl, what'd you do? <laughs> and she's and like, Ruthie's like, I was just reminding Kevin how you would, how, how you, how much you loved making out with him when you guys were on first your, together. Uh, yeah, when you first met. She goes, oh, right, that. <laughs> I like it that Kevin doesn't know. I like that. I do too. Only and because I like that he has that moment of insecurity about yeah, it. Yeah. I, he deserves it. I, I just like it that it's not her secret. I, I don't want to say that, but like. There's not a naughtiness. I want to find the right word, but it's almost like that little twinkle in her eye of mm-hmm. like, yep, that I happened. Mean, she had her time. You know what I mean? It's just, like, I like it. Whatever, man. I do too. So, and then which which leads us to the other to the other sort of thing that happens. I guess is the conversation that Annie and Lucy have um, in the baby's nursery or whatever. It's pretty like I don't want to say intense. I think intense is the wrong word, but it's like a real moment between the two of them do you know what i'm talking about we can play it yeah, yeah turned out well for me it did but you are just out of college and married and have a baby what's wrong with that nothing you think i should have waited oh no i just pictured my daughters getting out and spending some time being single working living on their own Well, each girl's different. I just think that Ruthie will probably be the one who will 
want to wait a while before she gets married. Because she's more secure, confident, independent? Yes. No. Your choices are not wrong. They're the right choices for you. I just see Ruthie choosing another way. Some people spend their entire lives searching for the right person to spend the rest of their life with, to start a family with. I consider myself lucky to have found that person so soon and was able to start a family with him now. And don't forget that you also married young and started a family right away. I realize that. Do you have any regrets? Of course not. Are you sure? Because you seem pretty hot on the idea of Ruthie doing things differently. I'm very sure that I have no regrets. It was just a question. Really, I wasn't commenting on your choices. I mean, these two are like fierce mama bears in this moment. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first, it's not the first time, but it's certainly one of the few times that they're at odds with each other. Yeah. Even that's a little harsh, I think. I, yeah, I know. It's just, it's just that they're not on the same page in this, in this, yeah, in this topic. I guess. Yeah, definitely not. But at the same time, it's, you know, I don't know. It's like, Lucy, your choices are, are great. They worked for you. It was the path for you. Right. It worked out well for you. Not everyone gets that, and that's okay. And some and some people don't meet the person that they're supposed to be with. Maybe well, but like right away. But or, see, but I think that's the problem with this this discussion they're having mm-hmm. because Annie's point is not that, or I'll say it. I'll, I'll say it the other way around. It will help me say it better. Lucy's whole thing is like, how lucky am I that I found the person I want to spend the rest of my life with and start a family with at 22 yeah. or 21 or whatever. Yeah. How lucky am I? I love that. I started my family young, but why not? I found him. I'm ready. Right. Yeah. But that's not Annie's point at all. Yeah. Annie's point is not that she made a wrong choice doing all this early. I know. It's just that some people do it early and some people don't. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And she seems to think, and I would agree, that Ruthie is one of those ones who's not going to do it at 20 like Lucy did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that at all. That And like, so like, they're sort of arguing different points. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like Annie's just sort of making an observation about how her daughters are different. And then Lucy takes it all personal. That's and is all like, it is. It's like, oh, are you saying I fucked up my life? Like, no, I'm just saying you're different from Ruthie. Like, what? But again, I don't understand what that conversation was for yeah what was the purpose well why, why to show what like different options uh like a girl's life can be i don't understand I think so i think i think in seventh heaven or bh's sort of misguided attempt to to illustrate why ruthie going on her first date is like you know this like moment or whatever and how it's gonna set up her trajectory or whatever yeah but you just you just showed a character that is in like I don't know. You just revealed her insecurities in that moment. Who's? Lucy's oh because she was very insecure with what Annie said. That's true, that is a good point. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, Lucy's like protestations makes it feel like she's having that doubts or regrets she, or she, whatever. She tr- not not even doubts or she felt offended that of what Annie said. Mm-hmm. She made it. She Lucy feels like Annie is judging her choices. Why would Annie judge her choices? And why is Lucy going to think that? Right. Why are you making, like, right. why is this conversation happening? Which won't happen again. Astute observations, T. Very astute. I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, okay, important conversation. Save that topic for somewhere else that might grow into something. Don't right. just leave it there. You're right. Oh, you're so right. You're so, so right. I, th- that's what I didn't like. I'm like, oh, that just kind of made me feel icky. Like, I can totally see Ruthie not going down the path of what, like, mary and lucy have Mm -hmm. but there's nothing wrong if she did or if she didn't like whatever bro and and the idea that lucy says because because she's she's like you know some people spend their whole lives looking for a partner to spend their life with but also too lucy you forget that some people don't don't some people just live their lives not looking for anything and just living how about you know what i mean like again i feel like like she like you i mean you said it perfectly i i really don't feel the need to repeat myself or whatever but like they're just it's a weird moment that didn't need to happen in this episode yeah 
if it was gonna lead to something or mean something in the relationship yeah. of these two characters or in Lucy's own personal life or whatever, then it could have had its own moment in a separate episode yeah. where it could have had a real moment to like thrive and be something. Yeah. As you said, I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. I don't think no. it's ever gonna come back around at any point. If it does, I'll be surprised. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> uh, and honestly, I think pleasantly so. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, it's just a weird unnecessary mm-hmm. icky yeah that was the right word to use i think yeah it is icky. thing that happens between these two yeah you know i don't know and i think it says more about lucy than it does about annie yeah in that moment because even annie's voice gets a little quiet but high-pitched yeah, she's like, no. Because she's trying to, like, you can tell she's trying to gauge where the conversation is going just to make sure she right. doesn't, like, hurt Step, her. Exactly. Yeah. Because Annie's last thing on Annie's mind is to offend or to judge or yeah. anything. That's not where the conversation came from. The conversation started because Annie was just, like, in in a moment of, like, oh, my God, my little baby's going on her first date. Like, yeah. wow, you know? And then all of a sudden, it just became something that didn't have to be. I know. You know? Uh. I don't know. It, it it would be interesting to see if this comes back to rear its head later on. Who knows? We'll see. I mean, it probably won't. Yeah. Wishful thinking on our part, but we'll see. Oh, the show knows how to hit the hard <laughs> topics. <laughs> <laughs> By which we mean skate past them. <laughs> yeah. Always. So that leaves us with the <laughs> quintessential <laughs> moment <laughs> between Martin and Mac. I know. And I mean, Mac and Ruthie. Oh my god! It's the exact same scene, just in reverse. I know. It's oh the exact same but scene also, in reverse, but also uglier and dirtier because Martin's in on it the whole time. When yeah. that door opens and he was standing there listening to everything as if he yeah. orchestrated it, yeah. I lost my shit. Yeah, because when okay, let's talk about Mac okay. and Martin let's, talking. Yes, let's let's de- let's dive into that. Yeah. So I almost just want to play it. It's just a, it's just a, it's a long clip, yeah, though. Yeah. No, so, okay. so listeners, feel free to fa- fast forward through it. You don't have any weird ideas like actually dating Ruthie sometime in the future, do you? Of course not. Maybe. You know, if we were to go to the same college in a few years, and if she were a freshman in college and, and I was a junior. You know, maybe. <clears throat> no, just... Don't even think about it. Why not? Because I know you. That's why not. You're saying I'm not good enough to go out with Ruthie? It's not a matter of not being good enough. She's just young and innocent and sweet and... You're not thinking about dating her in the future, are you? No. No, I'm not. She's like a sister to me. You even said she's like a sister to you, remember? When you introduced her to those girls, you said Ruthie was like a younger sister. You can't date your sister. Are you trying to convince me or yourself? I would never date Ruthie. If you never lived with the Camdens and you just met her, would you ask her out? No. She's a nice girl. She's really cute and I like her, but I I can't even think of her in terms of dating. I can't either. Except for maybe in a few years. Like I said, girls grow up. And that includes Ruthie. Well, let's just make sure she doesn't grow up too fast. Oof, magoof. <laughs> what just happened? I know. I was I couldn't believe the conversations it's went there. So intense. And it's yeah. like it's first of all, it's all text. Like there's no subtext at all between mm-hmm. these two. It's all laid out on the line for us. Yeah. Like when when Max says, Are you sure you're trying to convince me, me or yourself? I mean, I literally as Martin is like protesting, I'm like, you're just convincing yourself. And then Max said it. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, literally, like, it's all out there now. Yeah. Completely. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And also awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. But Mac, ew. I mean, yeah. But I also, he's right, I think. I mean, I don't love the I- part about how, like, girls grow up. Like, ew. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Why wouldn't she be a viable partner for him in the future? Yeah. You know? Oh, Martin. And definitely, why not? Because Martin's into her. Like, yeah. like hello, wake up and smell the Ruthie. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Like, Martin, you're so fucking delusional. Yeah. Like, 
you you've spent the last like two years or whatever trying to tell yourself that she's your sister that now you have to like undo that brainwashing of yourself yeah and you're trying to like put that shit on mac like why just because because why because she had a crush on mac first like oh you jealous much martin (laughs) like (laughs) uh yeah and then in that entire time at, at, while they're talking in Martin's uh, apartment now. Right. Um, all I was thinking, please don't betray her. Please don't betray her trust by her confiding in you that she... It's too late. He had already done it before that point. I know. I was hoping that he didn't or he wasn't going to. And then when they're in the kitchen, her and Mac, Mac offers her water from her own fucking fridge it's legit exactly the same scene exactly she's watching him instead of him watching her she's watching him honestly this is like mark this day on the calendars this might be my favorite seventh heaven moment of nine and a half or eight and a half seasons because they actually did something because it's interesting yeah you're like oh shit i see you callbacking to the scene making me feel the same feelings but in reverse like i get this on a television making level yeah and how max seems like he's like looking at her and she's like i don't give a shit i'm about to go on a date Mm -hmm, like you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's it's but then and then oh and then it fucking the door opens and martin's standing there and it's like god well the door opens because ruthie goes and opens the door well yeah but it's like oh like god damn it like really you sent mac in yeah like what the fuck really but man like kudos to her for not being phased by it i know Really? I know. It's such a for her from her end of it, like it's a power play. Like Oh yeah. Or rather power move, I guess. Like because she tells Max, she's like, What do you know? Yeah. Yeah, she's like, What do you know? <laughs> and Max's like, What? And she I, and then, I know then she runs to tell Martin, like, what the fuck did you do, dude? And he she didn't even have to say it. He knows what he did. Yeah. You know? And but and then in that same breath, she she regains her composure and is like, whatever, man, I have a date with a guy I actually like right now. Yeah. So like y'all can go be best friends in your little apartment do and your do thing. what the fuck, whatever you want to do and be jealous as fuck because y'all know you are. Yep. And I'm gonna go make out with this boy that I like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, there's so I mean, like. That whole Martin and Mac, oh my God. I'm like, I have chills thinking about it. Like, it's so, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. In that, in that like really shitty like drama way where you're like, ooh, drama. Like, <laughs> obviously. Because nothing about it is like amazing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I just love that, that like all, like all this shit's coming out, dude. Yeah. Like we are really setting up like a real decent back half of the season. Like I'm interested. Watch yourself. Okay. <laughs> I know. I should be careful. I'm like, like, watch yourself. I know. But still though, like I'm, I'm like, cautiously optimistic that by the end of the season some shit's gonna go down with ruthie and martin mm, okay okay I, i'm in I for it. It. I'm, I'm, it i i welcome it i want to see something i can feel it in my bones man i feel it in my fingers <laughs> <laughs> shit fuck wanker whatever the all the fucking awesome <laughs> um yeah yep oof Bogus. so much fun <laughs> Um, is that going to do it for us? I think so. I feel like we talked about everything that needed to be talked yeah. about. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so let's rate it. Oh, like I have some like hate, but got some great love for this. Thumb up, thumb down, thumb up and thumb down because there's a lot of things that bothered me, but it was fucking entertaining. Yes, it was entertaining. Yes. It was an entertaining episode. God it damn wasn't it. bad. There was a lot of back and forth conversations, which kind of got annoying, but also just made you go, okay, now what's going to happen? Who's going to say this? Oh, shit, Martin. Yeah. So it's not bad. Like so much problematic stuff, yeah. obviously, yeah. as we've talked about. But at the same time, you hit the nail on the head perfectly. It's entertaining. Yeah. Which like, God help us. Like, that's all we've ever wanted from this stupid fucking show. Like, like, you know, all we ever wanted is just to, like, not hate it when you turn it off, you know? I I think, like, again, man, Seventh Heaven just has a handful of those entertaining episodes. (sighs) Seriously. Like, maybe one a season if you're lucky. (laughs) I know. If you're lucky. (gasps) Um, 
yeah, no, I I have to give this one thumb up, one thumb down as well because there you go, and especially because it ends on such a high note. Yeah, it does. It ends so beautifully. Yeah, and with Ruthie just in her little bubble of like joy, love, and joy and yeah. happiness, and you're just like, yes, all the things for you. Like this is what I'm talking about. This is why I vacillate so much about Ruthie because on the one hand, all this like yeah. I love her, I love who she is, I love what she stands for mm-hmm. as a character and. In yeah, her own character, whatever, like, like all that stuff. Like, I really respect Ruthie, you know. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, like, then she'll go and do something stupid, probably in the next season or in the next like, episode, where I'm just like, "What? Who gives a fuck?" You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but this, but this episode, having been completely focused on her, yeah, she owned it. She crushed it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, as much as one thumb. <laughs> yeah, as much as one thumb. <laughs> one thumb is worth of love. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Let's see what unfolds. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So this is, what, 14? So yeah. that gives us eight, eight episodes? episodes? Eight episodes, I think. Whoa. I know. Wow. All right. Home stretch, man. Already? I know. It's crazy. It's freaking me out, man. These seasons are just, like, whipping past us. I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Okay, well, the season might almost be over, but right now, this episode's about to be over. But before it is, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us at the number four heaven's sake pod on all the social medias or send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com. In fact, I would say if anybody of our listeners has maybe had a similar first date experience with like family involvement and stuff and like wants to tell us that story like we're here for it because as we said neither teen or i have experienced this in our own lives so it would be fun to like get you guys the stories about that stuff um meanwhile we also have a patreon mm-hmm. at patreon.com slash the number four heaven's sake pod and that's where you can subscribe, become an honorary heaven head, and get access to two um, bonus episodes a month of live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not. We just wrapped up our October Halloween month yeah. series. Yeah. And we did we did a couple of like fun ones that I feel like listeners are going to be shocked that I had never seen. <laughs> Like, like when, when I tell people that there's a lot of movies I haven't seen, I feel like these two are ones that like shock people. They're like, yeah. what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> so head on over to patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. That's the number for heaven's sake pod where you can see all that stuff. And when you subscribe, all the back catalog is available to you too. And that's like 13 movies at this point, you guys. Yes. It's a lot. Yeah. We did so, quite a lot. Yeah. So do all those things. And until next time, bye. See you later.